peace and goodwill to all men. It's time to shine, 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 shine. Hello and welcome to another episode of Paul's with the Pastors. My name is Kyle Bryan, and I'm one of the associate pastors here at Anniston First United Methodist Church. I'm here with Senior Pastor Tammy Jackson as we look forward to this Sunday's sermon. That's right. We're getting ready for the fourth Sunday in Lent in our Broken Vessels sermon series that we're talking about our journey to recovery and healing with Jesus. This week, we are focusing on intellectual health and wholeness, keeping our minds healthy and whole. Um, And we're using the scripture from Matthew chapter 9. We often call this the miracle on the way to a miracle. And as Jesus is asked to go and heal one person and someone interrupts that journey and receives a healing. Let me share the scripture with us. It's Matthew 9, 18 through 23, I believe. As Jesus was saying this, the leader of a synagogue came and knelt before him. My daughter has just died, he said, but you can bring her back to life again if you just come and lay your hand on her. So Jesus and his disciples got up and went with him. Just then, a woman who had suffered for 12 years with a hemorrhage came up behind him. She touched the fringe of his garment, for she thought, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Jesus turned around when he saw her and said, daughter, be encouraged. Your faith has made you well. And the woman was healed at that moment. When Jesus arrived at the official's home, he saw the noisy crowd and heard the funeral music. Get out, he told him. This girl is not dead. She's only sleeping. The crowd laughed at him. After the crowd was put outside, however, Jesus went in, took the girl by the hand, and she stood up. And the report of this miracle swept through the entire countryside. That scripture reminds us that sometimes one perspective is not all that there is. Um, The woman who had had a hemorrhage for 12 years has tried everything else, and she's got to find a new and creative solution, what she can do, and decides that she's going to reach out and touch Jesus and see if that works. And then the young woman who has passed away, the crowd thinks she is deceased, Mm -hmm. and Jesus says, no, she's just sleeping. It's a very different perspective than what everyone else had. Our minds help us have creative perspectives. Yeah, there's a lot of different perspectives in that story. Mm-hmm. Um, like you mentioned, the perspective of um, the synagogue leader that his daughter was dead mm-hmm. versus Jesus perceiving her to be asleep, but also the miracle on the way, mm-hmm. the the pers- which is a wonderful story mm-hmm. that I that I always enjoy um, hearing his perspective on the woman who does reach out and mm-hmm. touch. Jesus's cloak, his the fringe of his robe, um, because he would have had a perspective that that would have been unacceptable. Yes, um, because of the state that she was in, having been hemorrhaging, mm-hmm. um, and yet he becomes the recipient of a pretty benevolent act. Yes, so it's a really fascinating story because she would have been unclean yep. and should not be touching people, and she would make anyone that she touched unclean, and anything else that she touched. And the leader of the synagogue the should be balking at that. Absolutely, um, but a di- <clears throat> have a different perspective of compassion and mm-hmm. love, and wanting people to be whole. So when we talk about keeping our minds healthy and whole, particularly during this very difficult year that we've experienced, 
I'm always appreciative of the approach that we take as Methodist Christians. Our faith does not ask us to check our brains at the door. We use the minds that God gave us. We use it to understand Scripture and apply it to our lives. We use our minds to understand the natural world that God has created. We use it to understand one another, Mm -hmm. how our bodies work, how our minds work. Um, And we also use it to find new and creative solutions to the things that are around us. And in order to do that, we have to try to keep our minds healthy. So it seems that when we want to be creative, we have to give ourselves room to play and to have Mm -hmm. margin in life, to change gears, not to just focus on a problem, but to distract ourselves from it for a little while, um, not to get obsessed. And sometimes it just takes that break in order to have a new and different perspective on it. It does. And I think there's so many different ways, regardless of what age we are, that we can engage in practices that stimulate our brain. Um, children love puzzles. They love playing with Play-Doh. That is a, a way that mm-hmm. they are able to develop their own minds. But similarly, um, people who are older can benefit from some of the similar same things. You know, I despise puzzles. Um, I, I'm probably the person who would, after you finish a puzzle, that big mm-hmm. 2,500 puzzle mm-hmm. would take so much joy in slinging it off the table. Um, but it's really... A helpful way for people to keep their mind sharp. Puzzles and games and card games and different things like that, too. Well, I start my day every day working some puzzles when I'm not quite awake yet. It's a a connect the dot thing. I do jigsaw puzzles on my iPad because there's no mess to be on the table. Um, People who do Sudoku puzzles Mm -hmm. and crosswords are, are very good for us. And then the things we do just to distract ourselves for entertainment Mm -hmm. purposes, whether it's movies or social media or TikTok Mm -hmm. videos or or YouTube to just give our minds a little bit of a break. Mm -hmm. Some time to wonder. That's right. Wondering is helpful. So that's what we're going to be talking about this Sunday. We hope you'll join us in worship 10 o'clock on Noble Street or online. This little light of mine.